All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach. This podcast, uh, we're going to be talking all things Sydney racing. Recorded an earlier one with Nick talking about Stakes Day on the weekend and how tough it was for us on Cup Day and also today for Oaks Day. That was pretty rough, but um, we'll move on from that. Um, If you're new here, yeah, we put out two podcasts around this time for Sydney and Melbourne. Um, Whenever there's some big sports happening, we'll be doing that. Obviously, rugby league season, we're all over that as well. But uh, I welcome in both the boys, Kohai and Tom. Boys, how are you? Tom, you first. Yeah, g'day, mate. It's um, coming off for Cup Day... I think of an Oaks Day. I sort of come up okay, about even, but like um, seem very elegant. Like even like I had a bonus bet on it, which is pretty nice. But um, just seeing a win like that was unbelievable. Um, some racing in Sydney and all across Australia to go with it was all right. We I got to spend it with Cowie. We're up at the pub, up at the Parkway, which was pretty nice. Um, just good to be out of lockdown, really. Cowie, did you have anything on very elegant? I had a small one, like, I mean, I only had a $20 bonus bet on it, so, I mean, I'll still take it, quite frankly, like, I mean, none of my other savers came in, so, I mean, it's a little bit of money back and reprieve, and, yeah, like Tommy touched on, I think, it, it was just a good day all round, and, you know, like, it it was such a well-contested cup, and, fuck, Chris Waller just looks like an absolute genius, doesn't yeah. he? Well, I well, it's good that you both had little bonus bets on it. I if I had incentivized to win a small fortune, that would have been really nice. But look, I'm really stoked for Very Elegant. It was an enormous win. It was a great ride from J Mac. He's taken the piss lately. He won a stack of rides on Saturday. Won the Everest. Won the Melbourne Cup. He's fucking unbelievable right now. Um, any any other love on Cup Day? Just to just to quickly throw a stat out for J Mac. J Mac's only two wins away from the best Cup week any jockey has. Oh, really? Pretty much had, and he's got a ride on Nature Strip, who we all know is a dollar thirty, and yeah. and Zaki, who's two forty or some yeah. shit, and the the other race. So, I mean, it's looking pretty peachy for him. Uh, Guess he would be rubbing his hands, going, "Fucking get me more." More stories on the the mansion that he's already got. But, yeah. um, nice book. Good for the connections. Um, well, I was talking to Nick before Tom. You can probably touch on this too. He was he was kind of spewing about. He said one of his favourite races of the year is the VRC Sprint, which is obviously the one J Max in this weekend. Um, he's kind of spewing that you know J Max going around at a dollar thirty three and the to and fro between Sydney and Melbourne and prize money and whatnot. Are you in the same boat? Yeah. Look, there's two minds of it. There's, yeah, not a lot of com- um, competition against him. But at the same time, I just think our sprinters have gone to an elite level. Like, I think there's only, I think even the Everest, there was sort of the top half that were really good in your Eduardos and Nature Strips and even Lost and Running sort of starting to get there. But um, Home Affairs came out just, and did well. Just, yeah, and Home Affairs. But I just don't think we've got the depth at the moment. I, I just think there's really like, world-class sprinters and then the rest of them. And we've seen Nature Strip go around $1.33. And I think you've brought out the stat before, uh, Zach, whenever Nature Strip is below 240, he tends to lose. So um, it'll be really interesting on Saturday. I can't see it losing this weekend. I think it's a – I just can't – you look at the race, you look at the field and you go, well, none of you are winning. Maybe like Nick was giving – maybe, maybe a bit of splintex, maybe. But, yeah, I'll say it's moral it wins. Oh, 
He wins. Well, I, I think you not like I, honestly. I can't unless something really bad happens or whatever. It just should be winning. But anyway, um, dollar thirty-three. Do what you will. Stand it out in quaddy. It is the first leggy quaddy. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but obviously Sydney um, had some good races, but this weekend, look, it's not it's not great. It's what the hot Danish and a bit of golden gift action and stuff. But um, let's um, let's fly through it. They've somehow managed to get ten. Oh, just just yeah. before you uh, go in there, Zach, they they there's a sly article going around about potential runners in the Hunter next week, and I think that beats anything that's going to be on this weekend. I think we're setting up for a real big race. The hunter we might see lost and running potentially go there. It's favourite, isn't it? Out, handle, yeah, handle the truth. Like I, I think next week, um, next week's hunter meeting. Like a lot of horses who potentially would be running this weekend might even just be keeping their powders dry next weekend for the hunter because they yeah. they might have a stack. Even your favourite Kementari uh, as well. Yeah. That's true. Um, you obviously got the Hunter the thirteenth, and following that is the Gong. And a friend of mine who obviously had Steely said that you know they're considering that. He's trying to get a price for it, but um, yeah, Hunter and Gong they're always he, yeah. He was good the other day, Thomas. Oh, fuck, missed the start and paying tens and just this. I thought I fucking got there to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I was but, on too. Yeah, that was that was pretty tough for him, but he was huge run, so he's, I think he's still pretty stoked. Um, but yeah, obviously, yep, we got the Hunter, we got the Gong coming up. This is just a sort of, I guess, a bit of a fill, fill between. You got Rose Hill. Um, but we kick off with a 2400 meter race in race number one. Um, 4X handicap, benchmark 78, Herman Hesse, Jay Collett, and Maren Eustace. Already been backed, 460 and a 390. Decent. Suppressions there at four bucks for Tommy Berry. Merlinite for Alicia Collett. She's getting quite a lot of rides in town. Fortified, Arabaloni. Something I don't mind, actually. Tyler Schiller claiming three. Had a really good run and a midweek. A uh, couple of starts go. That was pretty good. Um, Twilica, obviously going to be up there too. Um, Tom, who are you with? Uh, $26 for Steely uh, for the gong now. I think they just added it, and I reckon there's a bit of value with Almahaha 51s. Um, but we talk about Rose Hill on Saturday. It's only good for at the moment. There's a little bit of rain. I think we might get a bit of rain on race day as well. So... Um, they were talking maybe soft five. I reckon it'll probably be a soft six or maybe even just a touch. If it's going to rain on um, on race day, it might even be a touch worse. So, um, And I think the rail's out three metres in tyre as well after racing there last week. Uh, not a bad one to start off. We've got the uh, 2,400 metre and Zach's just gone through it all. Um, Herman SA, uh, strong... Um, there's a couple of wins together when I was in Melbourne. Uh, disappointing when it came to Sydney against Yee Yee. Um, I think if we get the best, though, I think uh, I love seeing these Mara and Eustace and uh, especially the Australian Bloodstock ones come up here. I, I think it might be too good for them. Uh, suppression uh, has been really strong form, though, um, down in Melbourne as well. Tommy Berry and Chris Waller. Uh, Waller's had some good runs around the uh, Mornington and Bendigo area and now it brings to town and I think it had a bit of bit of decent form uh in its first prep as well. Yeah, it ran in a um South Australian Oaks. So obviously Waller's got an opinion on it. So keep an eye for this one, but I'm probably with Herman SA. Sing with the fave. Coey, you with the fave? Tommy's pretty much nailed it. I, I'm not with the five, but suppression's really like the eye opener for me. Like I know it's coming out of a class one out at Mornington, which isn't you know, like anything flash or anything like that. But this race, 
isn't anything flash in my eyes. Uh, Waller, Berry, uh, combo great. Five kilo weight drop from last start. Uh, it can handle any surface, which is probably quite the handy type. I know it's only got 73,000 next to its name, but I just think that the fact that Waller's brought it up from Mornington to run in this Rose Hill meeting, uh, he obviously knows. and like it, It's probably right up to its class. Weight drop helps. I just think the four bucks, three ninety. Herman Hesse is carrying that sixty and a half. Carry that last start, but I think just that weight difference in itself. I mean, wouldn't surprise me if things like Arabellini and even Tawilica of that matter came into play. But yeah, I reckon suppression for mine. All right, we go to race two, the highway. It's actually called the Vale Chris Kearns Highway. So it was pretty some sad news uh, yesterday or the day before with that. Um, Sizzling Cat is the favourite five bucks. Schiller's missed for Jay Collett and Brett Kavanagh. Thirteen into five fifty, so it's been smashed. So say use at six. Chase my crown. Mikado Chestnut. Uh, looking at any other money? Not much other money going for it. This second favourite though, Tommy has been absolutely smashed for Cav. Um, yeah. So in the it's made colours. So the, the that syndicate with Cav and Collett uh, reunite there. So. Um the big, the big syndicate. So there might be a bit of stable money there. I'll, I'll just say I got to work with Chris Kearns at Sky uh, in his, um, you know, just sort of as he was finishing his career at Sky, and he was lovely, lovely bloke, Chris. He uh, loved the punt, absolutely loved the punt, no matter if it was racing or sport or cricket or whatever it was. And um, apparently, he tipped very elegant, and he passed just after the race as well. So. Um, yeah, farewell to Kearns. He was he was a really lovely guy, and he was always talking about his cat Joey. So there might be a little omen there with Sizzling Cat uh, as the favourite. Uh, Gary Colvin bringing this one up from Morga. Uh, trialed trialed pretty well in between its uh, previous run, but I think I got to be with a horse um, at a bit of odds. I like Statesville. It's um, before this prep. It was coming to town, running into not uh, stronger races than a few of these, and um, Good win on his showcase meeting first up at uh, Coonabarabran. And Ponsonby, James Ponsonby and Winona have formed a good combination. I think James is uh, uh, really on the up as a trainer, and I'd like to be following his horse. I think it can go pretty well. But there's um, there's plenty there if you like a few. I mean, Shelby 66, um, if it does get a bit wetter, can can go well. But, yeah, it's a, it's it's very a good open. highway. It's very open. Coey? I'm, Tommy said it. Like I think the value is with Statesville. I genuinely think that last start at Coonabarabran, huge, or Canamble, sorry, Canamble, where it won a class three, I think. Um, the fact that it can actually travel the distance now, I think that's the big, big tick on this. Um, I was never sure if this was meant to be a 1,200-meter horse, a 1,400-meter, like 1,400-meter horse or anything of the above. But the fact that it won a 1,600-meter at uh, Canamble the other week, big tick. Uh, handy enough types that have also come down the highway as well. So with the softer draw, I mean, I get it that there's going to be a little bit of a speed battle up front. A couple of fast types drawn lower than it. Uh, Andorra Lavella, Mikado, uh, and Chestnut Scaffer being the types of it. But if it can just settle fraction off speed it doesn't have to lead in my eyes i think it, it, it could probably sit fourth and then just go bang seven is a nice draw for it we're known like tommy touched on i think she's riding really well 
Um, it's got the form. It's got the right form lines. It's come down the highway enough. I know it was only seventh in the last Rose Hill run it had, but it got unlucky in quite a few. Yeah. I mean, it was trapped wide, then had to overwork and just didn't travel at all in that run. So I'm going to put a pen through that for give, give Statesville another run. Statesville, it is um, race number three, is uh, 1,800 metre, and we got Shibley here, Tommy Berry, on the drift. The Jazz Land, bit of money for it, 440 into 390. Um, I've actually had a little go at that today. Mr. Paul Joyce gave me a little tip. Uh, Mayfair Spirit, 6 into 460. Lady loves to gamble. Change that to Zach, and I might back it. Um, another one, 10 bucks in from 15. We've got Viren. Who are you with, Tom? Is that in Ladies Love Zach or Ladies. Zach Loves to Gamble? Yeah, yeah, we'll just go with Zach Loves to Gamble. Either, either one. Um, mate, yeah, I can, I can see why uh, Paul and yourself are keen on Jazzland. I think it's run last start's pretty good. Shibley's a bit disappointing, but it has had such a strong prep, uh, prep so far. Tommy Berry aboard. I found this race pretty tough. I mean, Ladies Love to Gamble is always in and around the money. Another one, dropping the three kilo for Gary Colvin really um, – and stepping up in grade really interests me. And one at odds, I think Jenny Duggan claiming two on Prompt Podergy coming down. Um, it's it's running um, the group three two starts ago. It's uh, had a benchmark 88 and going back to a trial, and then it's still coming down. So Jenny's going so well, especially Rose Hill at the moment. It might be one I could have each way. Uh, and even Viren for David Payne, um, he, he had a winner say at Hawkesbury at a good price, but I, I think it's really tough. I, I might just have a, a couple of bets on maybe Prompt Prodigy and Lavity Love to Gamble. Coe, you in my camp? Bit of Jazzland? I don't – there's so many cases you can make in this field. It's a really even field, and I think the fact that it spans from 280 right to, what, 41 bucks, I think that's pretty crazy. Um, plenty of single-figure horses, but at the same time, I'm just going to spec. Um, it's not even really at odds. I just think that Mayfair Spirit makes its case. I think Timmy Clark on board, 59.5, it carried that. No, it's half a kilo over the last start. But last start, it came against a smart type in Ruby Tuesday, and I think it got nutted today, was it? Um, I'm not sure which day it was, but it ran down at Flemington and came second. So... I think that's really, really good, strong form. And the fact that it's going to be, you know, going back up into 1800 where it won two starts back, Timmy stays on, uh, it can handle – it doesn't want to be on the heavy, heavy, but if it's on the soft, it's had two wins over it. I feel that, you know, 460 opposed to the 280 or the 390, I, I just want a little bit more of a price. And it being such an even race, I'm just willing to gamble that. So I'm, I'm on the toppy. But with not a lot of confidence. No confidence. All right. Uh, we go to race four, which is um, a bit of a sprint over the benchmark, 78. We got Salik, Tommy Berry, uh, 310. Bit of money for the other one, Amici. Amici, Josh, Josh Parr, Ed Cummings, 420, already 350. Undeniable, Jenny Duggan, she's flying. She's claiming two. She's getting quite a lot of rides now as well. Um, parachuter, five bucks, and we get out to double figures. But a um, bit of money for this Ed Cummings horse, Tommy. Yeah, he's uh, it's starting to get a bit of a strong team, Ed, after winning the Group 1 um, in the winter. Uh, I've got to be with the Wallow Berry combo. We saw uh, the Star of Thoroughbreds have a massive winner today. Um, I like this horse's first up form. 
uh, I like this field for it as well. It's it's um, relatively small field, and can, and Tommy um, Tommy can sort of do what he what this horse dictates to him. I, I think three ten is a good price for it. I I want to see Amici um, been trolling Deegan and sort of coming out of some Queensland form where it has done okay. But I, I got to be with the favourite. Where are you, Kelly? Favourite wins. That's oh, nice. it. Love That's it. all I got. I just think that it's just the class horse. I think it's just first up perform like Tommy touched on. Three starts, two wins, one seconds. Tommy Berry, Chris Waller. I think yeah, I just feel that it's the class class horse of the field. I just can't really chop around it. Sweet. All right, that wins. We go to race number five over the 2000, and we got Dream Runner here. Uh, 350, a little bit in. Then we got Kitzabel, which um, I think you backed Tommy last start. It's drawn barrier 20. We'll come in just a little bit. Um, eight bucks, five kingdom. Um, could be a good bet. Tyler Schiller claiming three. Uh, we got Freedom Square at 10s, Naminga, Comedin, uh Kawa, you even got a bit of Lord Semino um, at 13s. But Tommy, uh, who are you with? Kitzabel again, barrier 20. Yeah, I, I probably would have been if it didn't draw that barrier. Um, I think Rose Hill would suit this horse, and Tim Tim Clark is the uh, sort of jockey that you want on this horse that can sustain, uh, sustain speed up front. But yeah, it's just a horror draw for this horse, um, especially at Rose Hill. Uh, if it if it's drawn a bit closer, then I could entertain it. Freedom Square doesn't have a jockey yet. It's sort of one I probably would have entertained, but. No jockey worries me a little, but I think Dream Runner just coming out of better class um, in this race is the horse to be with. And you're getting $3.50, good barrier, Keithy Dryden, Robbie Dolan aboard. It's, um, I think, yeah, just the stronger form where some of these horses are sort of coming out of highways and um, a bit more uh, country form rather than this one's be- this dream run has been running around the city and I think it's a bit stronger and you're getting three dollars fifty still. Um yeah I'll take Dream Runner. Kelly, who are you with? Dream Runner wins. <laughs> Dead said this is the best Say bit again. of my day. Like genuinely Tommy's nailed it on the head. Everyone else is coming out of provincial or country form and this thing Keith obviously is very smart with his horses and he's sent this thing up the highway the last five or six starts. I'm actually not sure how many all up, but definitely the last five. It's run on the Kenzo and Randwick. Now it goes to Rose Hill. A track that he actually, yeah, yeah, he's started twice, came second once. But I think just the dream draw. Like I think he, he'll he probably settle a little bit closer than usual. I think you just have to utilise that draw. Um, the 2,000 metres shouldn't be an issue. Came second over the Randwick. Trip against Yee two starts back. Uh, I guess the only issue is, I guess, Tommy Berry jumps off and Robbie Dolan jumps on. But Robbie's, well, he won his first group one this season and uh, he's flying. Uh, I don't see any, um, don't put a pen through him. Um, yeah, dream runner from draw one. Just a class, class actor post to the rest of the competition. I just don't see it losing. All right, Dream Runner wins. I wouldn't mind Five Kingdom coming to run in a place, though. That would be a bit nice for me. Race number six is the Midway. Um, we got Pandora Blue for 
Kristen Buchanan. Already backed a little bit. Jay Collett's aboard. Um, drawn seven. Had a little win at Ramwick and Port Mac for the last two starts. So it's going all right. Sarquan, Tommy, uh, $7 into four twenty. So that's the popular one for Paul Perry and Josh Parr. Budwire, Dana, Timmy Clark and Damian Lane at sevens. Bit of money for Timpanist or Type. I don't know how you say that. Tyler Schiller claiming three again for Dave Payne. 13s. Pretty much halved its quote to seven fifty. And we've got Trevest, which is, can always run a good race, as Kaz Bowery Rees. I have no idea. Tommy, who are you with? Yeah, a bit tougher than some of the other races. I, I like Travessa's trial. I got Tommy Berry for Hickman as well. Uh, can run a race. Um, but I'm probably with Christian Buchanan uh, or Paul Perry. They're, they're the two the two favourites to sort of looking at um, doing, doing a bit of form. But uh, Pandora Blue uh, did well last start and um, well last two starts yeah just absolutely brand him at the moment Christian Buchanan going really well I th- think she wins again Jay Collard aboard uh, beat, beat a few last time as well had it dictated to it and um, it's drawn Barry 7 I, I think if all things go like last start then she um, she got another winner here in Pandora Blue Are you sticking with Fave Coey? Pandora? Willing to take a gamble on Trevest. Um, decent first up form. Barrier does. Oh, it's nine. a little bit sticky. It, it's a little bit sticky, but saying that, I just think he sits midfield. I'm anticipating three metres out shouldn't really pose too much of a bias. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. If it definitely gets to the back end of soft, it might be a little bit of a bias. But if it, as long as it kind of sits soft five, soft six, I'll be happy to take on Trevest. So I'm just taking that gamble. I think it's just it's running this great quite often. Um, distance shouldn't be an issue. Tommy Berry jumps on. Um, don't worry about the trial. Trial was absolutely just a nothing trial. It just went around for just for fun, just to warm up. Like It was almost like a track gallop. Um. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a tricky little field because I mean a lot of people, a lot of horses in this field that just hasn't had too much luck of late, except for Pandora Blue. So I'm only just rolling the dice on Travest with its class, Tommy Berry on board, and Greg Hickman in those colours. I mean, eight bucks. I'm a fan. Sweet. Yeah. Um, first leg of the quaddy is the Golden Gift, a um, million dollar race, eleven hundred meters. Charlatan is the fave. I think it's about four bucks. It did open six though, so it's been popular, um, and only one start. So it's a popular runner for Joe Pride. Um, Sedjadan is goes alright. It's drawn twelve. This is the Gary Portelli runner. Had a good win um, a couple of weeks back at Randwick. Um, Paying fives, you got a Nobel for T Berry and Annabelle. That opened eleven. It's eight fifty. OJ, which is pretty cool. I think that's how you say it. OJ, OJ. Um, Jenny Duggan's getting a run uh, ride for Gidolphin, which is uh, pretty I, cool. Yeah. Oh hi. Oh hi. Oh hi. I'll do. Sounds like your name, just with no K. Um, Queen of the ball, nine bucks, and then with Snipcat. But yeah, I'm pretty stoked for Jenny Duggan getting a little Gidolphin run. But who are you with, Tommy? Yeah, good to see you. Uh, uh, with Team Blue in a no climbing race, it shows uh, how well she's going at the moment. Portelli got a couple of good horses here in Seridan and Snitz Cat. Um, I'm really interested to see how Mount Brilliant goes. There's a bit of talk they might scratch from a tricky gate there. Uh, the Gay Waterhouse team. I might be having something on it if it does start. Just really worry about Gay's um, two year old stock. Timmy Clark aboard as well can really. Um, Really impressed on debut. Uh, but in saying all that, I thought Charlatan's uh, run 
first up was incredible. Uh, I know it was on, um, it was very green, still getting used to the racing pattern and Jay sort of had to, had to do a lot, but I think if, um, this field might be a bit more spread out and he can really find the line with this horse. And I think it's on the up. If, uh, you've got a f- couple of betting accounts as well. If you like a horse in this, you're getting some pretty good money, in, uh, for them in a golden slipper at the moment. And I've actually backed Charlatan at a hundreds in the slipper already. So, um, I, I think Charlatan's a good bet in this race, and yeah, I've backed it for the slipper. So, future punters maybe oh, have good. something on there. Yeah, it's the same thing as like when that cool and Gatto went around. I jumped on. I think as soon as that crossed the line. So, if you want to get on Charlatan, jump on. Coey, who are you with? Super tricky race. I mean, a lot of just untapped talent. I mean, we we all saw the Kirkham, and Kirkham's pretty much the majority of this form. Bar Sajardin, who's you know the second elect in the in the market, and in terms of times though, the Kirkham produced a lot better. But saying that, do you use that as a reference? How do you use that as you know gambling? Because I mean, so many of these runners were so green, and you know their first first starts and this and the other. So it's just it's almost a roll of a dice. But I'm I'm going to take a gamble on that Kirkham form, and I'm going to be on Ohio and Queen of the Ball. I think just both of them being at nine bucks a piece, I think that I think shows a lot of uncertainty. The fact that Ojai won the Kirkham and still yeah. nine bucks, it's drawn three. Jenny Duggan, who's in form, fifty-four kilos, which is two kilos less than the boys. Like, I mean, I, I see a lot of upside in that, and the fact that Queen of the Ball came second to it, I'd be yeah rolling the dice twice on this with those two runners from the Kirkham. That's uh, there's a plenty of value. Yeah. I agree. Um, it'd be really cool to see Jenny get that ride too. She's flying. The hot Danish is race number eight, and Rock O'Clock is going around. Uh, ran a pretty good race, I think, last start. Um, what is it? 390 in from 460. We've got Madame Rouge for Wallart, 480. Nudge, Tommy Berry gets the ride. Six bucks into 550. Tricky Gal is there. Yamazaki, Electric Girl, Wonderbar. Uh, Spirinac is going around. Polly Gray is a pretty good race, actually. Um, I'm a big Rock O'Clock fan. I'd love to see it win. Timmy Clark and John O'Shea. Um, Nudge is obviously flying as well, Tommy. Very interesting race uh, in terms of speed. Uh, it wasn't wasn't sort of like the invitation a couple of weeks ago where we had a couple of go-forward types, you know, Sweet Dales and the like. Uh, this, you're looking at Rock O'Clock and Nudge and even Tricky Gal all sort of get back. Um I think one that can maybe seal it from an inside gate could be Wonderbark. Andrew Atkins, Chris Lee's um, hug the rail and get a really nice run. I, I, I think he could set it up for it at a, um, at odds. And same with Spinnerack as well. If it gets a bit closer, it was um, it was coming for uh, uh, Art Cadeau in the country championship. And it, it still was an impressive run for third. But I still think he got hampered a little bit. Um, the other two, I sort of want to spec at odds. If the best nudge turns up and they do a couple of things do go forward, I think um, I've got to be really wary of nudge. It's going to um, improve with every run as well. But yeah, just a couple of odds there I might play around with. Who are you with, Coy? I'm with Tricky Gal. I'm just going to give it another go. I just I've never backed Rock O'Clock on the winning day. It, that's just the simple matter of it. Like it's, if the Rock O'Clock, as the invitation rocks up again. Two runs in a row comes Saturday, it'll probably win, and I can understand why it's been backed. Why it's three ninety, all the above. Uh, I, I can see it. 
um, saying that I just – I think it's a lot more of an even race than what the market kind of indicates. I think it could even literally be five horses at five, six bucks, you know, like that kind of thing. Because Tommy's touched on the speed already and Wonderbuck could get a – I'd imagine it shoots up on the rail, drawn one. Uh, Fashionel's the only other leader, really, and I, I imagine that Overmere just takes that from the wide barrier straight up the front. I just yeah. don't see any any other way about that horse, and I just think that's just how they're going to have to ride it. And for all you know, it might be like last weekend where you know the leader's out by eight coming into the turn and then gets just caught to 150 out, that kind of thing. And that might make – well, it's got to make all the back markers come into play, but I just think tricky gal for me, purely because I don't, I do like the Alicia Collett booking. Third up, it's going to be rock hard fit. Um, it's, it's, it's figured in the money enough in stakes grade for mine, like like the Civic Stakes and the Niverson. Minhaj obviously won down in Melbourne. Uh, on was that Cup Day? Uh, no, it was, was that Stakes, one, one stakes Day. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's really good form. It was only a tick under a length behind it. I think that's really strong form. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to hope for the best. Yes, Rocker Clock did better in the invitation, but Tricky Gal just at better price at seven bucks. All right, we head to race number nine, and this is over the 1,200 Blazer Trails going around. Um, pretty good horse, Tommy Berry, Kieran Ma, $3.30. Good money for this Fox fighter, Timmy Clark and David Payne. Um, was very unlucky um, the other day against on the lead. Um, probably should have won. Flat Heaven at fives, Calgary Queen is at fives. A little bit of money for Kinlock, and we go to Nick Tock, etc. out at uh, bigger odds. But, Tommy, did you think Fox fighter was a bit tough the other day, the David Payne runner? Yeah, it was tough the other day. Um... Uh, but in saying that, I, I'm I'm sort of with Blaze the Trail um, with the new stable now. Karen Ma, David Useless, I think uh, that's uh, that's a big plus. Um, Matty Villa never really got to the bottom of this horse, and I think if anyone can, it's uh, Ma and Useless and Tommy Berry on. I'm and the market seems to be coming for it as well. So I, I'm going to be with this horse to see what um can do. It seems to have been trialing nicely. Uh, and maybe possibly one at odds is depth that varies. Um, it looked really good winning at uh, Coonabrana the other day coming to town at a big price uh, in this sort, in a winnable sort of race. So uh, that's just one maybe each way. But I've, I've got to be with Blazer Trail from a good gate. Coey? It's tough to say. I, I don't know if I should take the price now or later with Blazer Trail. I it, it appears to come back really good order, super good order. It's won both its trials leading up into this race and it, potentially it could be really prominent in the early, like, out of the barriers. I'm not sure how they're going to play that. Being drawn to, I have to think that they're going to be a little bit more forward, but saying that I just I just don't know with this horse. Um, personally, I'll wait until race day if you were to back the horse. I think it will drift a touch. That's in my eyes. Saying that, that's kind of why I want to back against it and go Calgary Queen, which is actually drawn the one next to Blazer Trail. For all I know, it gets the perfect cart off Calgary Queen, Blazer Trail, but I'm actually not sure how this race is going to map with it. So I'm just going to take something that just constantly just leads and it's got the perfect draw for it. I think five bucks, I think that's good enough price. Um, 
it's worth the roll of the dice. Last couple of starts, it's been unlucky. It's drawn wider, everything else in between. And uh, yeah, it, it's a tricky little race, but I'd be with the two horses that are drawn one and two Blazer Trail and Calgary Queen. All right, we go to the last race number 10, the 78 over 1400. We got Zushak as the favourite, four bucks. Tyler Schiller claiming three for Joe Pride. Uh, Blesk is going around with Tommy Berry and O'Shea. Suave for. Josh Parr and Cummings, that's at fives. And we go out to about tens for Burgeon, Media Starguest, um, Air to Air, etc. Tommy, who are you with in the last? Uh, yeah, Zushak might not back up after last week. I'm hearing a couple of things that it may not back up. So I, I'll probably wait on this race to see what happens there. But um, if the favourite does come out. But looking around it, there's a couple of suave I thought was... Um, Pretty strong and coming second last start. Uh, Josh Parr with James Cummings, um, strong in a couple of races together now. And if we do get to a um, a softer track, I think it only helps it as well. So uh, I'm probably going to be with Suave. War Eternal is the other one. Um, Danny uh, Duggan claiming two for Bjorn, winning the last last week. Uh, second up forms okay, lightly raced. Um, yeah, getting get in, in a nice weight and coming down in grade, com, uh, coming off that list of Brian Crowley. So War Eternal, I think, is one at odds, but uh, I'm going to be with Suave, I think. Are you in the last, Coey? Tough, real tough. Um, Blesk at 420 interests me a little bit. Um, it won last start, won well, well enough, should I say. Um, it's all going to come at, come down to how the race or the track actually plays by race 10. Because, I mean, if there is that late bit of rain on race day, I don't know if it's going to be a heavy or soft seven or worse, should I say. I'd definitely keep an eye on the radar because if that were to be the case, I wouldn't be touching something like Blesk and I'd, I'd imagine it just drifts. I don't think it wants to be on the heavy. It wants to be on the better side of soft or good. So... There's got to be a lot of interesting runners coming out of this race, personally. Uh, in terms of speed, not much to really note. That oh, I mean, I think Zeus, like Tommy already said, Zushak might not back up. So that takes a lot of speed out of the race in itself. I think Fashionel, yeah, was in the uh, it's dual nom, so I don't know which one it's going to go. It'll probably take the earlier race in my eyes rather than this one. This time around, it's drawn thirteen, so it's even wider than the ten. Um, yeah, it's tricky, uh, tricky, tricky, but I'm going to go with the Godolphin here. Um, I'm going to roll the dice, have a go. Suave, four start, last start coming second. It was a little bit tough. It was good. It was a good second. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a bit – I mean, I think it could have got closer. It just got a little bit unlucky in the run, and it came across a, a smart type in promise of success, and we all know how we, he is going – or she is going, I think – um, so I'm just going to say winning form's good form. Uh, follow that with little to no confidence, but suave for me. All right, that is the 10 races. We'll, um, we'll come back with a little multi, and then if anyone's got anything for Melbourne, we'll do that. All right, I will go first. I've got two going at Sydney, one in Melbourne. I'm going Jazzland to win race number three. It's about 4.20-ish. Um, five Kingdom to place. In race number five, that's three ten. I'm going to Melbourne for race number three, which is Alcyon, two dollars and fifty two win. So two wins and a place, you're getting uh, thirty four dollars. 
Kohai, your multi. Uh, the two that I said that essentially just wins in uh, at Rose Hill. Uh, so I've got Select uh, in race number four and Dream Runner in race number five. Back them both of the win. And personally, Colette with the short backup, a little bit of rain predicted. Dollar seventy-five the place. I wouldn't mind a slice of that, and it, it, it is a nice little McKinnon. I wish it was a full capacity, but at the same time, I mean, it's a red-hot field. Uh, I think dollar seventy-five, and yeah, hopefully it salutes nineteen bucks. Beautiful, uh, Tommy. Yeah, I've got three legs as well. Um, I think uh, I can't remember how to say it. Chitalin, uh in the. Golden Gift wins and goes on to a Golden Slipper. I think Joe Pride has got a good one on his hands here. I agree with Cowie. Salik um, looks good first up, $3.10. And then going to Melbourne, I think you're getting a good value, only words the place, $2.90. It's a bigger weight, but I think it's uh, one of the best horse in that race and to place $2.90 is great. So that gets you about 35 bucks. Beautiful, 35s. All right, that's three multis. Do you have any bets for Melbourne or anything you want to mention there? Uh, as Cowie was saying, it is a ripper. It is a ripper of McKinnon. Like, um, I was going to have Zaki in mind, but uh, you can't knock what Collett did on a firm deck, and it would have been a lot stronger on a um, on a wet deck. And I think we're getting a bit of showers between now and Saturday, so... Um, you look at the field, Hungry Heart was really strong last start. Uh, Cascadians always hitting the line. Superstorm, the last start, Group 1 winner. Um, Private Iron Mwanga. Dallas Sam was six in a Cox Plate, ran pretty well. Um, I think it's a proper race. Uh, Agreed, to Tommy. To, uh, to the Daly Sprint where you got Nature Strip. But there might be – well, there's not even value. They've got everything to place really short because um, behind Nature Strip there's not a lot there. But – um, as you said, Zach, I think Splintex is the um, the one that's far better than a few of these horses in that race. So I'd I'd be looking your same race multis with Nature Strip and Splintex and maybe something else if you can find it. Coe, I think Tom. Uh, I think I think Zach's very familiar with the, uh, the SRM. Yeah, no, them pretty uh, well. Um, but uh, I was going to say, yeah, touching on the McKinnon. Uh, a Sydney Sydney onslaught looking looking like it anyway. Um, we haven't actually claimed the McKinnon since oh, I'm only taking a stab, but it's 2010 ish. Um, so it's been a bit of a drought for the New South Welshman to take the McKinnon, and the last one was the great Buck Cummings taking it out with So You Think. So I mean, fingers crossed that we get we get one over. We reclaim the McKinnon from the Melburnians. Fingers crossed. And what about one stat for you as well? Coey's talking about James McDonald earlier. Uh, he is now equal seventh overall on the Victorian Premiership. After Unbelievable. Unbelievable. For a week. That's pretty Like funny. he's yeah. equal seventh. You think about um, Jamie Carr and some of the other jockeys that got rubbed out. They would have been um, absolutely filling their pockets like uh, James. J-Mac has, um, and I think he's got a few good rides on Saturday. There was one other race I just wanted to quickly touch on was the Queen Elizabeth. Um, yeah. I think Warning looks pretty good in that. Dr. Drew was nice uh, last start, and one 
uh, horse that has been improving every run is sound, and I think it's a good uh, price of place at 290. I know it's got a run top two, but I think it's definitely um, over the odds there. It's very uh, – just to quickly touch on that QE, though, it's kind of disappointing to see a, such a small diminished field. I mean, there was – I think there was plenty of noms for it, but barely any acceptances and, you know, I, I don't – I don't have the uh, field in front of me, but it's like a five-horse race, isn't it? Uh, I'll mention this to you, Tommy, because I spoke to I spoke to Nick about this before. Um, so yeah, obviously, warning is favourite at two sixty, Doctor Drill and whatnot. He was more in the camp of Luna Flair, which is on the third line of betting at fives, um, more so than jumping on the two sixty of warning. So Luna Flair actually beat Floating Artist, which just ran fantastic in a cup um, last start yep. at Mooney Valley. So fives. You know, you know it can run twenty six hundred, right? It's run, it's one at twenty four, it's one at twenty five. He sort of talked me into back in Luna Flair over warning and Doctor Drill. What's the price on the place? Yeah, it's two forty, but yeah, obviously it can only get second. Yeah, yeah. Well, well that's that's not bad. That's the reason I'm back in Sound Zach is because I think um, actually going up from that Mooney Valley as well. I I think Sound was the one hitting the line pretty strong. And to Kelly's point about this race being weak, it's probably the race that we see all the Australian horses come to when they miss out on the Melbourne Cup and we've seen more Australian horses sort of in the Cup or other horses sort of spelling before the Cup and uh, this race does get overlooked but um, I thought Warning probably could have gone to a Cup like it did last year but obviously opting for this race, it I think it sets it up for it and keeping Nash aboard after winning on it last start is a... Um, is a big plus as well, but that's the reason I'm back in the top two. Cool. In the handicap. Sweet. All right. Well, fingers crossed. We go. We go a little bit better. Like I didn't. I haven't gone too great. I think I had a good week the other week, and it's been a bit slim pickings for me. But um. All right, boys. Fingers crossed. And Coey, enjoy. Yeah, the we'll pub. have the punters club. Oh, most certainly. Well, you know what? We have added a couple. We've just put a little bit of money in a bet with mates, which we've never done before. So anyone wants to jump in on Saturday, reach out quickly and um, you can maybe jump in. We're having a lash on Saturday. Um, But thanks for joining me, boys. Thanks, boys. All right.